been doing a lot of thinking, a lot of uh, trying to figure out where I am in all of this. And uh, that intro, I'm hoping, will be clarifying for uh, anyone who is new, uh, having a sense of if they're in the right place. Because uh, the one thing I haven't done is really gotten clear on who I'm talking to and why I'm talking to you. And uh, mostly the reason behind that has been, as much as I believe in this concept and this idea of Wired for Danger and why it's so important, uh, I have been lost thrashing and working out my own stuff here for so long since I hit my head on a truth I didn't want to deal with. I didn't know how to deal with. And I feel like these last couple weeks or month or whatever it's been since I went offline, uh, I finally have understood what it is that's been pissing me off for so long. I think it's almost been six years, which I can't even stand to admit to myself that I've been in this rage and fury place for like six years. But well, here we are. So I don't have a grand announcement today, uh, but I wanted to just touch base. I just wanted to do this last podcast uh, that's mostly just for those of you who are listening as uh, I really am ready to pivot in a way, in a couple ways. And uh, so I just wanted to, to to let you all know kind of how that's going to unfold at this point uh, in theory, not in reality. So before we talk about that, we're just going to do a bit of the reality check. Uh, and that is uh, I am hoping to get out of here in the next week. I have an appointment this Thursday to get the balls from the boy dog snipped. Uh, And then when he is travel ready, we're going to be heading out, hopefully, to go find a new place to live. I have no idea how I'm going to do that. I don't have even a way to do that. And uh, as I had mentioned, you know, my truck can't pull my trailer, so I can't even take myself there. And uh, so there's so many logistical things that it just makes my head want to explode. And I also have to get a reality check about how I've been running all of this. Uh, Part of, you know, why I went offline is I had a business reality check in terms of how I handle the money. Uh, And, um, you know, that set me back a lot. And so at this point, uh, I'm trying to fix it so that I can move forward in a way uh, where I won't get caught again. But I also uh, need to to rethink a lot of this. And so uh, that's a lot of what I've been doing and uh, writing out how I want to move forward, what I want to create, you know, what I want to really share and communicate. And so one of the things that's really come front and center for me is uh, I don't think I can do it in the real world. You know, I tried to do the video thing where I shared my personal experience. Uh, And then last year I did that fake thing where I uh, just did a character, uh, an improv. And, you know, as I've been sort of reflecting, that's about the only time I've had fun making a video in a very 
long time. And one of the reasons it was fun is one, you know, people aren't poking around in my personal life. And two, there's just no way to make your personal life line up uh, and, and move in exactly the way you need it to, to create the story that you're trying to create. So, you know, I've been in this constant struggle between kind of what I want to talk about and share and do, but the reality is my physical life just won't support that. It just won't get moving. It won't manifest in the way that I would like it to, to show the storyline that I would really like to share. And the other big takeaway I've had for a long time now, but just didn't know what to do with, is uh, what's most important for me to communicate out into the world cannot be done in video or audio. Uh, I am at some point going to have to suck up and really figure out how I want to write things down because uh, while the video and the audio are fun and timely and easy, they're non-linear, right? People just come and go, and we don't value them. We just sort of dump the information. Uh, you know, it goes in one ear, one out, the other. And it's something, you know, you might grab hold of, but it just doesn't have any kind of lasting staying power. And uh, the written word, if you can make yourself read something, that's why I like journaling. You know, it's a way to make things concrete, and I can go look at them, and they don't flutter away into the ethers and I forget about them. And I picked up, uh, for those of you who have read uh, uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn's The Gulag Archipelago, I've had it probably for over a year and I haven't been able to make myself read it. And so I finally started reading it the other day. And he's just at the very beginning talking about uh, a lot of what we're experiencing now. Uh, and he's in Russia or the Soviet Union as it was then and how he was in prison for 11 years and his record he states at the beginning is not his story his record is for everyone else who gave him letters and told him stories so he wanted to bring the collective truth forward and not just talk about him and just in the, the, the front pages, the first little section, you know, where he talks about how people were arrested, it is breathtaking to see the overlap and similarities of where we are now, uh, only with different names and different uniforms, right? And so, you know, the one great takeaway from all the books I've read about this this type of thing that's happening to us now, the world that we're in, is just a repeating cycle. And uh, and that is starting to come through uh, in terms of all of this is a repeating cycle. And at the same time, you know, I'm just really tr starting to make peace with the fact that uh, this is happening. I mean, we are so going to war. Every time I listen to uh, every step forward that we're taking towards war and how many things that we here in America are having revealed to us that are just horrifying and humiliating about what our 
government is doing, you know, everything that they're not doing, sort of this constant, uh, you know, the, the representatives do this flagellation of the public figures in charge, and then nothing changes, nothing changes, nothing changes. And, you know, we're watching our country be destroyed and nothing changes. Uh, and there are good people, there are people trying to fight to, to, to quote unquote, win the war, to, to beat back the darkness that's coming. But the reality is, is in terms of cycles, it is part of our process. And, you know, a couple years ago, maybe more than a couple, right? Gosh, time's flying. But, um, you know, when I first learned about the grand solar minimum and then the sun going boom, you know, the sun nova, uh, I was just filled with this heavy dread that this is going to be the future. And, you know, I made videos called Terminal Diagnosis, and it really changed the way I was thinking. And, you know, we've gotten some, I've gotten some distance from that, and I'm not as energetically invested in that idea. But, but I'm starting to see the signs, right? We're starting to see the shifting patterns in the weather. Uh, I saw that in Oklahoma, they had a, a hail the size of baseballs. And I, you know, I've been having the stupid trailer conversation and I was reminded the reason I got this heavy steel trailer was exactly for this moment in time. You know, a a thin aluminum roof is not going to stand up to a hail uh, coming down. When I had, the biggest hail recorded has been 11 inch diameter and hail comes down at 100 miles an hour. Well, there's not much that's going to be able to withstand Uh, 100 mile an hour hail balls of 11 inch or 12 inch diameter. Now, I don't even know if this steel could uh, withstand that. But uh, in the lead up to that, there's definitely, uh, you know, a little bit of room. And so that was the whole purpose of getting this big, heavy, unbelievably clunky trailer, not to drive it around, but because it would be way more efficient as we move into this great time of uncertainty. And part of what I think is happening at the energetic level and the ethers level is there's so much upsetness about what's coming that it's also manifesting as a lot of this craziness. And uh, there's there's so much more we don't understand about the electromagnetic components and how it affects our thinking and the cosmic information. And uh, we think too tiny, most of us. We think in terms of it's just some people making our lives miserable. And it's so much bigger and so much more complex uh, and overwhelming in terms of what we can't do in the face of all of this that it's really creating, you know, a lot of instability. And there's no single point of focus that one can fight. And that, you know, as a wired for danger brain, you just want to pick one thing and you want to kill it. And then you want to go on with your life. And you can't do that. You can't fight the whole system. You can't fight uh, you know, against the climate and the weather changing. You can't fight against the sun going boom. There's so many things that are beyond our ability and our control to fight against in terms of how those of us who are wired this way, I mean, that's our response. Our response is to, to look at what the problem is and to fight it. 
And there is a point when you see the futility of it, you don't know what to do about it. And then there are the other forces that don't want to look. And so that makes us mad when other people won't look. Because if, if, if everybody, you know, the, the next level is, well, if everybody got together and fought all of this, it would be okay. And not true. There's just no getting around what's happening. And the question isn't about, at this point, is all of this happening? The question is, you know, how do I want to respond to everything that's happening? And it is a lot. And there's no simple, easy way forward. And we're all going to have a wildly different response. We're all going to have uh, different levels of experience, right? We're all in different places. We all have different histories. We all have different perspectives. We all define ideas very differently. And because of this massive amount of differences, as we all face one humongous ball of uncertainty, you know, we're not going to come together and just sort of magically evolve into some kind of law, law, blissed out state of heaven, right? And so, uh, you know, any more than we're going to get zapped off the planet and, you know, because we're special, you know, in terms of some kind of of uh, spiritual magic or miracle. Uh, and so it's just so much. And we all are responding in different, different ways. And at the same time, you know, we're having our core basic survival needs threatened. Like, how are we going to eat? How are, where are we going to live? Are we going to have fresh water? Someone told me today that they just figured out that water might be a problem. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be a problem. And uh, there's so many simple, concrete, basic things that we're facing. And at the same time, there's all these humongous complex things we're facing. And uh, I know in my personal life, you know, I'm systematically watching people kind of mentally check out where they can't, there's a point where they can't take it anymore, I think. And so they sort of shift into a way of thinking that makes it more and more difficult to communicate with them. And um, and that's something that, you know, and that sort of brings me back to where I'm at with all of this, because I don't even know what to say. And uh, I certainly can't make my real life line up in a way that I can share any kind of narrative that would even begin to uh, speak to what I would really like to speak to. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I've been playing around with this idea of going into a fictional world again. I haven't really, you know made any hard decisions around that. But, you know, the podcast itself, I still want to speak to the Wired for Danger because, uh, you know, I've probably written like 100 pages in the last few days just trying to get whatever's going on in me out. And it just isn't stuff that anybody's interested in but me. And so I don't know what to do with it because it's it feels important, but it's not relevant to 99.99999% of the people, right? And anybody who it would be relevant to isn't online probably 
anyways, right? They're just out by themselves somewhere doing their thing. And so uh, it's been a very frustrating and difficult period of time, not just for me, but for all of us, uh, you know, in terms of how do we want to spend these final days, right? There's actually uh, one of the songs in that uh, intro is called Final Days. And and how I was thinking, you know, what would the bucket list be, right? What is it that you would like to get done while we can still do it in a way that, uh, you know, we still have tiny edges of normality in our world? What, what would you do? And, uh, you know, I had two people uh, donate some money this last month, or three people, thank you. And I'm, you know, have been very down to nothing. And so I'm like, what do I do? Because I need to spend it all on gas. But, you know, China has shut down most of its uh, trade. It's not sending things over anymore. And, um, you know, we get between 80 and 90% of our medications from China. And I have really uh, come to terms with a lot of what goes on with me is allergies and what goes on where I am right now. I have a huge allergic response, but I'm like, I can't believe, you know, I'm so hampered by allergies, but I need to get some more allergy medicine because if I have to plan for the next few years, I need allergy medicine just to function and wish I'd had it uh, 10 years ago, but whatever. And so uh, you know, I took what little tiny bit I have just to get some freaking allergy medicine so that uh, I can function because we're having to make these really, really hard decisions about what do we invest in? What do we need to do bucket list in a good way and bucket list in a practical way uh, and bucket list in a... I don't really want to think about it way. You know, what do we need to do to set systems up for the people and the animals that we care about, right? So, you know, it's a terrible feeling about all the, uh uh-oh, they're waking up. Uh, You know, what's going to happen to all the dogs and the cats and the horses and all these other animals who depend on humans and their homes and their ability to get food? It's just you know, we're just moving into some really, really rough times. And uh, anyway, so uh, I just, I've been swirling around in a lot of information that, you know, the reality is, is just most people are interested in, but I can't not do it. And so uh, I am just sort of checking in with you and letting you know kind of where I'm at and where I hope to go. And I have, you know, set up some things for myself to, to try to accomplish in these next weeks. So we'll see if they come forward. Although I have to tell you the whole, uh, just trying to do the audio editing yesterday was like the biggest cluster, you know, whatever it's, you know, I find what's so frustrating for me is once upon a time I could just sit down and work and I spend so much time and energy just trying to make basic technology work that by the time I can barely do anything creative because I'm so pissed off about the aggravation from just the technology point. So, uh, you know, in my perfect world, I'm desperately hoping to get into a position where I can function creatively without using up all my energy just trying to make something work. 
deep breath. And so we all have our individual challenges. We all have our uh, issues that we move forward as we're trying to sort of balance and navigate uh, what's happening, what we fear is going to happen, what we're trying to prepare for what's happening, and what we would just really like to do in a positive way on a bucket list. And, you know, for me, that's always been to make some sense of all this crap that swims around in my head that absolutely nobody is interested in but me. And I don't want to be, you know, like one of the boys just yelling about what I think everything is because I don't, that's not what I'm here for. So uh, I'm just uh, making tiny steps forward, a little bit here, a little bit there, uh, like all of us. And so uh, I just wanted to say hi. I wanted to share my new intro if you like it or you don't like it. I like it. So there, we're going to leave it there. <laughs> it's not perfectly edited. I know there's some discrepancy in the sounds, but it's the best I could do in this current situation. And uh, we're just going to keep moving forward. So again, I want to say thank you to those of you who have uh, contributed this last uh, month because it's made all the difference in the world. I can keep the phone on and I got allergy meds. So those are my big two priorities. But uh, I am hopefully within the next week or so headed out. So I will be able to upload uh, podcasts via, you know, my little phone here. But uh, we'll still be in the field. So we're still doing it kind of rough. And hopefully, uh, things will just unfold in a way that I can't see right now. We're going to trust in the process uh, that this is going to unfold in a way that I can actually get to some place and have some ability to, to function and not be in this constant state of, okay, what am I going to do next? Because I am tired of that as an energy. Moving on to what is next. I really need to have some kind of settling at this point in my life. I can't deal with this constant moving. It's not traveling that's the problem for me. It's just this constant, I don't live here. I need to move on to the next place. And uh, it's wearing me out. I can't do it anymore. So anybody who wants to pray for that for me is greatly appreciated. And uh, that's where we are. So the dogs are now waking up. I've learned if I can survive them from like 6 a.m. to about 1 or 2 p.m., uh, that's when they are, they're most active. And then they sort of go down and sleep. Uh, there's hope. But mostly there's hope. I need a fenced yard. <laughs> I desperately need a fenced yard for them. They are just too much for me to walk around. So uh, trying to get what I need, like you're trying to get what you need, and at the same time, uh, looking around just with an, oh my God, there's so much happening uh, and trying to stay focused on what is true and real about all of this and uh, trying to make some kind of meaning out of it because uh, I think I've been lost on that for a very long time. So uh, deep breath, my friends, that's my morning share and uh, hopefully, from this point forward, I'll be able to be a little more organized and cohesive. If not, you know, I'm not going to turn the pay thing back on until I know I'm charging down the right path here. So with that, deep breath, and I will see you next time. <laughs>